0: Joining me now for Locked On Gators is John Bostic, Florida Gators, I mean, legend at this point, and this is just awesome to do, <laughs> but John, what are your thoughts so far on this Florida Gators program, because I know that first year under Billy Napier, a little bit of turmoil, a lot of hype around the program, so just, just what are your thoughts in the direction they're heading?
1: Oh, uh, I think they're heading in the right direction, you know, just uh, sitting down with Coach Napier um, and you know me this is my 10th year in the league you know so there I've been around a lot of <clears throat> a lot of coaches that uh obviously know him very well and you know they talk about how detailed he is and you know you can see that and uh you know one thing they always say about him is you know how how great of a guy he is um and I think that's going to you know translate well especially on, on the recruiting end uh because kids you know they want to be around somebody they can trust you know and you're going to be there for the next you know 3 to 5 years uh of your life and you know to be able to you know grow from a a young boy to a young man Um, you know he's a guy that can can definitely do it you know so um, you know this year obviously will be about you know setting you know the 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 bricks to to where he wants to get to
0: yeah um, and I I like that you mentioned you know this is he's got to set the bricks because we're seeing right now there's three kids in the last week have said that they're going to leave the program and it's kind of one of those things one of them was dismissed that's one of those things where if you're not bought in then you're not going to be in Gainesville next year. And I think that's an important thing to kind of get across because I feel like that's not something that you've seen too much recently in Mm -hmm. Gainesville, where it's kind of just been, yeah, you're a problem child, but you're a good athlete. So we don't care. Um, You were one of the guys who you started as an Urban Meyer commit Mm -hmm. and you ended as a Will Muschamp player. What was it like to kind of go from the Urban Meyer era of Florida Gators football to the Will
1: Muschamp era? Um, I mean, I loved it. You know, I I learned so much from each, uh, you know, one thing I'll say, you know, even just about urban, um, you didn't really understand what he was trying to teach you at that age. Um, a lot of people and, you know, me and Josh Evans, we talk about this, you know, to this day, you don't really appreciate those things that he was trying to teach you until you're, you know, 25, 30 years old, where it's like, man, like, you know, this guy was getting me ready for life, you know, the things how, you know, about being accountable, um, you know, from, you know, turning a, you know, from a young boy to, to a man like that's, those are, those are things that you just don't understand at that age, you know, you're coming in just, you know, I'm a high profile athlete. I'm trying to, you know, play football and ball and, you know, make it to the next level. But it's, you know, he's teaching you about life and, you know, how that all this stuff kind of correlates and goes together. Um, and then making it over to, you know, Will Um, I mean, I wouldn't be here today, you know, if it wasn't for him, you know, Dan Quinn and, you know, DJ Durkin and, you know, T-Rob and those guys, you know, they came in and they challenged me, you know, on a different level. And, I mean, even when when I got to the lead, you know, I remember my first year, you know, when we went back after the season, Josh and I both, we were sitting down with, you know, T-Rob and, you know, Muschamp. We were just like, man, like it's crazy how much further ahead we were, than all these other, you know, rookies that we came out with. You know, these guys didn't even understand coverages and stuff. And it's just like some of these guys just got drafted just because they ran a fast 40. You know, and it's like all of a sudden you've got NFL playbooks that were thrown at us, you know, our junior and senior year. You know, we were a multiple defense. You know, we ran a lot of four down front, we ran a lot of odd front, and we ran the same defenses out of each. And so for us, we had different fronts, we had different alignments, different coverages, and we had to understand that stuff. But for us, they were like, "Look, you guys talk about wanting to play at the next level. Look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to throw this stuff at you now, and we're going to see what you can take and see what you can't." Um, but literally everything they threw at us, we were able to grasp, and and we played well. Yeah, uh, that's something that I
0: actually did want to ask you about, because you're you're pretty well traveled at this point. You had two different coaches or two different head coaches in Gainesville. I think it was three different defensive coordinators you've had. I mean, you were with the Bears, Pats, uh, Lions for a year, but on IR Colts, Steelers and Washington Mm -hmm. twice. So you've had a lot of different coaches, a lot of different defenses that have been kind of handed to you. Mm-hmm. You think that's been like a major advantage for you to just be able to be so versatile and and just so knowledgeable of the game, just being in so many defenses.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's why I'm still around today. You know, I, I saw a statistic even before the season. You um, know, it was 25 linebackers drafted the year I came out, and uh, you know, going into the season, you know, week one, there was only one left, and you know, you're sitting there looking at them, and you know, it was it was for a reason. You know, it's because of you know. The stuff that was instilled in me, you know, at a young age. Um, you know, so you're talking about those different defenses and, and stuff that I was able to do. Uh, you know, there's a reason. I mean, it's it's rare to get traded once in your career, but to get traded twice, you know, in under a year, like is, is really rare. You know, and, you know, during that time, it's like I didn't understand it. But then it's like I went through it. It really helped me in my growth, you know, throughout my career because I was I was able to get exposed to different defenses to different defensive coordinators, their philosophies, how they called games, you know, what I like, what I didn't like. Um, but it, it it really helped translate, you know, like I said, throughout my career because I have so much versatility. You know, I'm, I'm a guy that can play on both sides of the defense where, you know, most guys that are coming in, they're only a mic or they're only a will or they're only a dime and they can only play on third downs. You know, I've been a guy throughout my career that's had to play both. Sometimes, I mean, even when I was in Chicago, um, I played Sam, Mike, and Will all in the same game. And it was just like, look, when when these two guys come in, you're going to move here. When these two guys come in, you're going to move here. When we get the sub package and we're in man, we're going to move you here. When we're in zone, we're going to move you here. And if this guy's in, you know, then, you know, let him get his best matchup and then you you play off of him. And so, um, you know, it's been a lot. But the thing about it is, you know, having flinched when when they when they are able to throw that big of a playbook at me and put a lot more things on me than they can do for the average person.
0: Yeah, um, I I would like to imagine that you know you mentioned ten years in the league, average NFL career, by the way, is
1: three point three years. So you've done that three it's times. 20, over. So it's, it's it's gone back up. I, I I thought it had gone down. I was, I want to say it was in the still in the twos. last I checked. <laughs> three, three yeah, when years. I when I came when I came out. It was three years. And then as I got in, it moved down to two. I didn't know if it went back up or not.
0: But yeah, I mean, I, I even if it's two, then you've done it five times over. And that, that's got to be like just one of the coolest accomplishments that you could possibly have achieved in your career. And I, I want to know, because I'd imagine pre-draft, they loved you whenever they put a whiteboard in front of you or whatever it was that they did. Have you kind of gone back to just going back to current Florida, have you gone back to them with linebackers like Ventrell Miller, who's in his sixth year and Amari Bernie, who's in his fifth year? Have you yeah. kind of spoken to them about just what it's going to be like in the league and, and trying to adapt to the next
1: level? A hundred percent. You know, I'm, I, you know, I've talked to, you know, Ventrell a couple of times, you know, even when he was going through with his injuries and stuff, I actually still got a text. I got to send him about the LSU game because of the coverage, um, you know, if if he really, if he can read this release of the tight end, like it, it'll help him, you know, in the future, but, you know, he's a guy that, that flies around. I love the energy he plays with, um, you know, and obviously, you know, me playing at Florida with Spikes and, you know, seeing, you know, five, one back in the middle, making plays, you know, it, it brings you back, you know, and, you know, Spikes and I both were at the game. You know, we always love, you know, good linebacker play. You know, that's that's one thing that's always been a staple, you know, in our defense for a long time is, you know, we always have, you know, a good Mike linebacker in there. So to be able to see us, you know, getting back to that and, you know, seeing him make plays and, you know, the growth of some of the young guys that are, you know, being asked to step up, you know, it's going to be interesting for the future, you know. And obviously, you know, we can't wait to see that. The Florida Gators are currently
0: point favorites against stony brook tomorrow night i'm telling you, i have no idea what i should be betting but i'm betting that they will cover this spread just because you know let's do it let, let, let's let it ride why not make sure you check out bet online they've got basketball football i mean there, there's right now you're in that perfect like sports equinox what they call it baseball just ended but you can bet on so many sports so check out bet online it's where the game starts as the sun comes out, and, well, now it's going back away, but small businesses are back in business. Life is looking better again, right? LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy for you to find the people that you want to interview, maybe hire, because with, I mean, like, screening questions, you can kind of narrow that list down and prioritize who you want to look to. You're you're busy, you know? It's called a business because you're busy. You, you can't spend your time looking through all the, uh, non-qualifiers will say, but I mean, don't don't take my word for it. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. They're looking there for a reason. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Yeah. um, I, I have to ask this question. I was on the fence about if I was going to ask it, but I have to, because you have one of the coolest hits that I've ever seen. I, it was my wallpaper, I want to say, for at least a year after it happened <laughs> when you hit uh Teddy Bridgewater. Just just knocked the helmet off against Louisville. Mm-hmm. What was it like? What is it like to be the owner of one of the coolest hits I've ever seen?
1: Um, I mean, that's kind of what I've always been known for. Uh, you know, throughout my career, I mean, shoot my second preseason game in the league. They, they find me 25,000 and we told her like, look, this is not college. We don't do that anymore. This is, everybody's taking care of each other. And, you know, um, but that's, that was the way I was taught to play the game. You know, my dad played in the league. Um, you know, he's old school guy, you know, so the way I was taught, you know, is a little bit different, you know, than some of the you know other guys that have been around were taught and, um, you know, it was a, the physical, the physicality of the game. Um, you know, and I get it it's changed a little bit over the years and everything, but that's something I still try to play within the rules and keep, you know, as much of that as I can. But, um, you know, going in that game, um, you know, it was no different. I mean, you know, the amount of quarterbacks we had knocked out that year, um, <laughs> you know, it was uh, it's actually pretty, pretty crazy when you kind of think of it, you know, that number is actually kind of high. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would imagine that in that second preseason game when you got fine. Twenty five thousand. That as a rookie, you were probably like, okay, not gonna do that anymore. That's, that's, that's exactly that's what happened.
1: Cause I was just like, look, I was like, how are you guys gonna find me twenty five k? You haven't even given me twenty five k yet, you know. So, um, but yeah, like you said, you gotta play within the rules. The NFL, um, you you know, you still can fly around and have fun. Um, rules obviously have changed, you know, a, a whole lot. But you know, it is what it is.
0: And um, be- before I let you go, you mentioned that your dad played in the league. Mm-hmm. You are currently in the league in your 10th season. Um, th- You're not the only Bostic that's playing football right now. Your little brother still playing football. I believe it was what, two months ago from the time they were recording this that he committed to Florida A&M. Yeah. Um, d- did you stick with him through that process of kind of figuring out where he wanted to go to college, what he was looking for, if, if nil was a thing at all that that played a role now because that, that wasn't a thing that you had to deal with, but did mm-hmm. you give him advice or did you walk him through that at all, or was it just him?
1: Yeah, no, I, I've been I've been walking him through, you know, a lot of this stuff. You know, some a lot of this stuff I had to learn. I had to learn. You know, some of these coaches I had to reach out to. Like, you know, how's recruiting changed? You know, from when oh. I came out to you know now, you know, it's, it's a whole different you know ball game. Um, but you know, just throughout this past two years, you know, I've been. I wanted to let him fall in love with it first, you know, like I don't want to push him, you know, in a certain type direction. Then all of a sudden you push him away from the game. Uh, But he's really grown that love for the game as of late, you know, uh, he's a kid that, uh, you know, he's playing on the offensive side of the ball and, you know, i went to him in the middle of COVID and I said, look, you got a decision you got to make. If, you guys might have a season this year. You guys might not. I said, I don't, don't, nobody knows how this is going to go. We may not even have a season, you know, and I'm, I'm playing, you know, on Sundays I was like, but what I can tell you going into your sophomore year, I can't help you play offense. I was just an athlete over there. Just give me the ball and you know, I do whatever. I was like, but if you're going to play wide receiver, I can't teach you how to get off a jam. I can't teach you, you know, how to run different routes and all this stuff. I can tell you what routes get open versus different coverages, but that's all I got. You know, and I was like, and then my dad, you know, playing, you know, defensive back in the lead as well. um, That's that's what he knew. And I said, like, you got to make a decision. So he ended up coming to the defensive side of the ball. Um, You know, so these last two years, you know, I've gotten with him off the field and, you know, been really just teaching him the game at a level that can most high school kids aren't getting, you know, most college kids aren't getting. I'm giving it to him from a whole cerebral side and, you know, you see him even today, um, you know, he's got six interceptions on the season down, you know, in South Florida, he's got five pick sixes. I mean, he's leading the state of Florida in pick sixes right now. Um, you know, but he's, he's flying under the radar like big time. But, um, I think, uh, you know, family was a school that, um, he really took a liking for when, when he was up there, uh, there's a bigger reason why he's going there too. But, you know, i let him tell that, you know, sometime in January, you know, when it's time for him to kind of, you know, really release, you know, why fam. Um, but you know, he's a he's a guy that's still really, really growing, you know, in his game and, you know, position. I'm I'm getting ready to play nickel. I'm like, listen, if you can get ready, you can play nickel, um, you can play anywhere in the defensive backfield. So, um, you know, he's got a skill set, you know, that we're still working on and, you know, gonna keep, you know, growing him on the, you know, up top, you know, on the mental part of the game. And you know the the physical part he's already got. So.
0: Yeah, uh, I like to tell a story that I know that I'm I'm not an athlete at all. <laughs> but but when I played football, I, I played corner and they put me in the nickel a few times and it was the worst experience. I, I was like, there is no position harder for me to play than the nickel because people are just they're, they're just too shifty over there, and mm-hmm. you got to be so quick to do it. I can do it. It's one of the reasons that I love people like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson who can line up and do it every single play at such yeah. a high level. Or not so much anymore with the Eagles, but. It, yeah. it, it, I love I love the way
1: he plays the game, man. You know, I've, I've told him that, you know, I've always loved, you know, watching him and, you know, to see him go from New Orleans and transition to Philly this year. And I think he just got his fourth interception the other night. So um, he's playing really, really well really well. yeah
0: yeah he, he's he, he's a freak
1: <laughs> i'm
0: excited to see what happens with you and, and your brother and i mean people are going to sleep on famu but i mean they literally just had a db go to, in the nfl with the dallas cowboys so no yep. it, it's not it shouldn't be as slept on as it has been but thank you so much john for joining the show and giving me your time i appreciate it so much you're welcome